Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Hi there, you're listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast. We're your hosts, Huyen Chung, and I'm Stephen Tate. And today we're looking at the seven medical marketing mistakes that could sink your practice. Have you ever heard the saying, successful people learn from their mistakes? The most successful people learn from their mistakes of others? Well, there's so much truth behind that statement, and throughout the past seven years, I've seen firsthand how learning from other people's mistakes can help you benefit and grow your business by not making those same mistakes yourself. Now, after having met with many different healthcare professionals, we've learned that we all have our own unique issues, which usually require their own unique solutions. However, we've also noted similarities in mistakes across the board, and in particular, seven common mistakes or issues that seem to plague or happen a lot to healthcare practices. Because we're here to help you and your own unique practice, we want to explain these fundamental mistakes to save you time, money, and to help you and your practice reach maximum potential. So let's not waste any more time and dive into mistake number one. Marketing to anyone and everyone. In order to market successfully, you need to have a clear picture of your target audience. Every medical practice needs a marketing strategy. And unfortunately, it's almost always the last thing to get done. We define marketing as who, what, where, when, why, and how healthcare practices interact with their target audience. So no, your target is not everyone who has certain health or cosmetic problems. No matter what product you sell or service you deliver, targeted marketing will give you a better return on investment. If you try to be everything to everyone, your message becomes vague and will have little impact. When you talk to everyone, it actually means you are talking to no one. Targeting a specific audience places you in front of them more often with messages that touch them emotionally. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, We are taking example of a plastic surgeon who might think the target audience for this breast enlargement surgery is for anyone who has small breasts, right? So how he can craft a marketing message that will resonate to his specific target audience in these two scenarios. He might say something like this. My target audience are girls in their 20s who are dating, working in the city, like traveling, dining out, clapping, and looking for future husbands. Or a mother of two who looking, who's looking for a solution to regain her confidence and improve her after baby, after baby body and give her breasts a boost. Our answer is he can't really craft a laser-targeted message that will appeal to such different demographics in this example. When I started out 13 years ago, I did SEO, web design for small businesses, which is, as you know, a very generic and large audience. Up to 90% of all businesses in Australia are actually small businesses. So with such a large and very vague target audience, I was pretty much talking to everyone, a removalist, a fashion retailer, roadside assistant, hotel spa owner, you name it. 
And so when you try to do that, you're really marketing to no one. I mean, so for successful marketing, you always need to ensure that you have a clear picture of the patients who are the targets of your products and or services. Now, this is our takeaway. The more you can define not only the demographics like age, gender, and household income, but also the type of person, the psychographics, including attitudes, tendencies, and preferences, the more you can directly speak to your audience. Owning a specific market's mindshare is the key. So in order to determine who your specific target audience is, you need to consider, you know, what are their needs and wants? What, what, are, what are their pain points? What are their problems or hopes and dreams? What are the reasons that they buy? Are, are they rational or are they emotional? When you have a, a, a vague target audience, negative consequences could be that, you know, first of all, it's a waste of your money, time, and effort creating a marketing campaign that was not tailored and promoted to the right audience. Second is the sort of inability to achieve optimal results or get a good return on your investment. And finally, there's also a lack of just sort of standing out from the crowd, from any other mediocre medical practices that are on the market. So as you can see, the most common mistake is not knowing who your target audience is. So second most popular mistake is not having business strategy in place. For a successful business, you need a clarity on your direction, your plan, your goals, and your niches. As an amazing Chung Shu quote borrowed from the art world explained this perfectly, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. For us, Marketing without strategy is a noise before failure. Just take a moment to think about your business and then ask yourself, what is the most important word in business? My clients give me a lot of different answers, including money, investments, products, patients, passions, and various different responses. Why these are all good words and relevant, but they're not the ultimate one word that needs to be central to everything you do within the business. This is the word that everything else falls beneath. Without allocating time and a great deal of thought to this word, you will never be able to take your practice to the next income level. So by now, I bet you're curious to know what it is, right? That is strategy. As the great English writer and logician Lewis Carroll once said, uh, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Now, time and time again, we ask medical practices about the type of strategies they use, and we find that many of them don't have a business strategy in place. As many of them don't have a marketing background, this is understandable, yet strategy is so important they should definitely seek out some help and guidance to get one in place with no great strategy in place you'll lack the clarity needed to align your efforts to ensure that you're going in the right direction and a strategic plan is an essential tool needed for your practice to move forward strategy is about who you are and how you position yourself in the marketplace What are some of the unique value that you have to offer your patients and to be distinct within the marketplace? 
How are you going to operate in the strategic way to serve that marketplace? Where do you want to be in the next five years? What goals do you want to accomplish? What size of business do you want to become? How can you scale the business to that level? Who are your ideal patients and how you plan to target them? Uh, What are your key differences to other businesses, including your niches, your value propositions, your positioning? How can you leverage your strengths, diminish your weaknesses, seize opportunities, and deal with potential threats? Do you have a current marketing strategy to guide all of your marketing efforts? What particular set of activities do you plan to implement in order to target and maintain your niche customers and compete with existing competitors in the market? Do you want to position yourself on a price or, or a, as a quality provider in the market? And is your practice one that charges at, at a higher levels than other similar practices but delivers superior high-quality products or services and amazing customer service? Your online marketing campaign should be aligned with your overall business strategy in order to maintain consistency of your company's positioning and goals. So what are some of the negative consequences of not having a strategic plan? Well, there's two of them, really. I mean, first of all, it would be very hard to sustain the business in the long term, both online and offline. Secondly, it's very difficult to cope with the potential threats and changes that are happening in the marketplace all the time. Yes, I totally agree, Steve, on this point of having a business strategy in place. So now let's move on to the mistake number three, not knowing how to automate your marketing. As you know, running a practice can take over your entire life and change every aspect of your routine. So how do you make sure that every aspect of your business is getting the right attention it needs and deserves to thrive and grow? Also, how do you scale and generate profit for your practice while doing the minimal amount of work? Our answer is actually very simple. You need to automate. Marketing automation seeks a simple goal Automate every part of the process. It allows you to spend less time marketing, more time profiting. And if you could get it done right, you can save many precious hours every week that you can then dedicate to your practice growth. So how do you get started? Well, first by outsourcing menial tasks. I mean, time is precious. So you can start by outsourcing tasks that you simply don't have time for or the right skills to do. Uh, You know, for example, like social media, web design, maintenance, SEO, Facebook ads, Google AdWords, much, much more. Our business to-do lists can very quickly build up, seem endless, and spiral out of control. So why not get some help for the smaller tasks that other people can handle for you? I mean, one of the biggest mistakes I see from practice owners is that they try to do everything themselves. It seems to be a common mistake among entrepreneurs, but you need to remember that it is not your job to personally handle every part of the business. There are lots of other small tasks you can start automating, such as booking, scheduling, appointment reminders, text messages, asking patients for feedback, etc., Another great way to automate your marketing and nurture your existing patients 
prospects and your referral contacts is to host a webinar and create an automated webinar marketing funnel. This might sound new to a lot of you. Webinars are actually a fantastic way to grow your practice and increase your patient base. And they especially work well for medical and healthcare practices and any premium services when users need more information and involvement before making decisions. Webinars are a great way to scale your precious time and qualify your prospects and save hours of presentation and lead nurturing. It's actually my favorite platform for sales funnels for doctors and health professionals. Utilizing webinar is a great way to connect with your patients and referring doctors on more personal level through your voice and visual presentation. Webinars actually can be pre-recorded to save your time and also make it flexible for your attendees as well. Unlike live seminars, with pre-recorded webinars, your audience can attend whenever they like. They don't need to travel and they can view from the comfort of their own home. The importance of marketing automation urged us to produce a separate video for this topic called Eight Steps to Automate Your Marketing and Scale Your Practice Up. Please take your time to view this link in the show note. You won't regret it. And now let's move on to mistake number four. You're having a bad website or not even having a website at all. I mean, in this day and age, a strong online presence and online form of contact is crucial. We have literally seen so many well-established doctors who have been around for years have multiple practice locations with outdated and non-functioning websites. Poor websites give the impression of a small, badly functioning practice, but in reality, these doctors are doing amazingly well. So don't make the mistake of having an outdated or badly functioning website pop up on a potential client's browser or mobile device. Nowadays, everyone is online Googling for more information. Potential patients will likely be researching online before committing to a procedure or treatment. Also, referrers sending patients your way will surely check you out online first to learn more about you and to see any reviews about your practice out there. Well, this actually presents a challenge to you, especially when majority of medical practices websites are so out of date and not even viewable on mobile devices, where more than 50% of visitor traffic comes from. Uh, We all have websites that we hold on to for way too long that are way past their prime because they technically still function, you might think, why bother replacing them, right? Uh, This poses a critical question. When should you redesign your healthcare website? This motivated me to write an article about this topic. So please check it out in the show notes. Um, We also made a video called What Medical Website Elements Will Bring In More Patients For You to Learn More About This Topic. So please check them out in the show note below and they definitely worth viewing and we're happy to answer any question that you may have. Excellent. So let's move on to mistake number five and that's not having a doctor referral strategy or program in place. You know that your competitors are probably eagerly whispering into the ears of your best referrers right now every single day, right? We all know the importance of doctor referrals within the medical industry, especially for specialists. It's a topic many medical practitioners come to us to get help with. The question is, 
How do you build doctor referrals naturally and professionally without appearing needy or greedy? Well, the answer, you need a system. Assuring a regular flow of referrals from practices, hospitals, and other healthcare businesses requires a regular, systemic, and scheduled amount of time and attention. Few medical professionals want to be seen as a salesman. Even those who are comfortable in the sales role rarely feel they have the time. So with regards to referral marketing, my team and I have conducted research and wrote an ebook called The 15 Secrets to Doubling Doctor Refers to Your Practice. These 15 secrets have been sourced from our extensive research experience and interviews conducted with 49 doctors, physicians, dentists, and specialists from all different areas. We have spent lots of time and combined experience to gather the best ideas to help you grow your referral base. So just for you though, we left a link to download this ebook in the show note of this episode. So please check it out. All right. So now moving on to mistake number six, uh, not tracking marketing performance. Now, we've seen many medical practices running banner ads in local newspapers or professional magazines, yet they never really know how effective this form of advertising is. Why? Well, because you can't track it. If you can't track it, you can't manage it. Tracking is as important as doing. Advertising and marketing efforts are not just simply a business expense. If they have a plan and a purpose, they are an investment that requires tracking and quantifiable return on investment. Before you launch any strategy or tactic in your healthcare marketing plan, create a system that carefully accounts for results. For example, how are you tracking the number of new patients or the change which hopefully is an increase, in revenue for specific cases or procedures. Without a measurable ROI, return on investment, you'll never know what works or what doesn't work. Well, we're coming to an end. And finally, and most importantly, mistake number seven, thinking, I don't need marketing because I'm a good doctor. Years ago, practices were built on the quality of the services delivered, not the quality of the marketing campaigns that were produced. Some medical schools don't even teach or advise doctors to market themselves. But without marketing, how can a young practice come into an existing marketplace? Or how can an existing practice grow to the next level without marketing or simply just putting you out there more? And also, how can a medical practitioner take more doctors on board so they can leverage their time and reduce trading time for money? Why we still agree that you need to deliver top-notch treatment, every practice needs to utilize marketing to get their message out. Too many times I heard doctors say, I trained a guy down the road at how to do joint replacements and now he's seeing more patients than me. How can that be? Throughout uh, summer own research, it has become apparent that that doctor is actually marketing himself to the community. Patients are now empowered to pick their physicians and have many resources to find out information. And the second statement we hear quite often is, everyone knows me, patients and colleagues alike. Now, existing patients may have some insight about what you do or did for them. Your colleagues probably have a taste for your professional or clinical reputation, but for the greater purpose of marketing outreach, your need is to reach people that 
don't know you or those who should know more about you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'd love to hear from you with your feedback and comments. But before we go, we have last question for you. What are some other business and marketing mistakes that you have unfortunately experienced in the past? And importantly, what have you done to fix them? Our medical practitioner community would love to hear your stories, so leave your comments below. And once you are there, be sure to subscribe to our blog or iTunes or Google Stitches or Player FM. And if you want to listen to any particular topic on this podcast, please take a minute to fill in the survey that we have a link to in our show notes so we can produce a podcast topic that is relevant to you. If you want to be a guest on our show, hey, that's even better. Uh, email us and let us know what topics you'd like to talk about on our podcast. I mean, this is the first podcast channel in Australia about medical marketing, and we aspire to make this channel a world-leading channel for the healthcare professional community. There are many benefits of being on our show, including, but not limited to, Uh, getting great exposure to our healthcare professional community, including thousands of doctors, surgeons, specialists, dentists, and other healthcare professionals. Uh, we promote our podcasts on social media and Google, not just in Australia, but internationally, gaining a great, strong global exposure for you. And uh, you can also use this podcast on your website as blog post material. The podcast would be a Q&A interview style format and would only take about 30 minutes of your time. We can't wait to have you on our show. We look forward to seeing you at the next one. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.